This is the Grace Point Church Podcast. In this special bonus episode, you will hear an update from the mission team's mission trip in Morelia, Mexico. In this episode, you will hear Pastor Ben's sermon at La Iglesia Cristiana Bautista de Borea with the translator in Spanish. Let's listen in. So this is like an extended honeymoon. <laughs> and we have a young lady, 19 years old. This was her first time on an airplane. And she didn't do well. <laughs> and it's her first time out of the United States. 
eh, es, es su primer, es primera salida de los Estados Unidos. But she's a dear, dear servant of the Lord. Pero ella es una gran sierva de Dios. Amber Henry. Yes, Amber. And next to her is después de ella my um, oldest child mi más grande hija it's uh, my daughter Brittany and uh, it is such a joy uh, Brittany has been going on mission trips with me since she was this tall ella cuando ella su primer viaje era muy pequeña cuando vino conmigo en primer viaje but it's good to have her with me again pero es muy es muy grato tenerla aquí una vez más And, and next to her is the most beautiful woman in the room. Es la mujer más hermosa de todo el mundo. Yes. My beautiful wife, Debbie. It's not the thing, it's my wife. Okay. And uh, we have been married for more than eight months. <laughs> Estamos casados por un poquito más de ocho meses. Mucho más. And next to her is my ella. niece. Es mi niece. My youngest daughter's oldest daughter. No, your youngest sister's. My youngest sister's oldest daughter. Es mi sobrina más joven. And Sadie Juarez. It is, it is a joy, it is a joy to be here. Es un gusto, gusto estar aquí. Join me in prayer if you will. Por favor, ora conmigo. Father God, we come before you now in the name of Jesus. Gracias, Señor, por estar aquí una vez más, en el nombre de Jesús. We ask you, Lord, to hear our prayer. Nosotros consultamos contigo en la adoración. We humble ourselves before you at this moment. Humildemente venimos a ti en este momento. And we ask that you would speak to us through your word. Y tenemos aquí para consultarte tres palabras. Father, I ask that you would hide me behind the cross. Padre, consultamos acerca de la grandeza de tu cruz. So that as people listen and as people hear, they hear your voice and not mine. Que tu voz se escuche en este lugar y se escuche en, se escuche en nuestras mentes. Father, bless the communication of your word. Padre, bendice, bendice la comunicación de estas palabras. May it be in truth and power. Que puedan ser en verdad y en poder. For your glory. Por tu gloria. And your kingdom's sake. Y tu reino. Amen. Amen. Well, um, now that I've gotten that out of the way, You guys had your eyes closed while we were praying. <laughs> And during that moment, <laughs> I poured the bottle of water that he argued about all over the floor. <laughs> you know, they say when you're in seminary and school learning to be a pastor, <laughs> that it's a good thing to start a sermon with humor. So there you go. So, everybody laugh at me. Okay, now that's enough. Okay. 
Turn with me in your Bibles, if you will, this morning to the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 4. We're reading this book that Paul wrote to the church at Corinth. And we're going to be looking at a grand total of one verse this morning. However, in that verse is a world of information. You see, I believe that God inspired His Word and that every word every comma every period every exclamation everything in the word of God is for us to learn his truth para aprender, para que aprendamos su verdad. So I believe that we need to approach the reading of the Word of God in two ways. Así que hoy vamos a, a vamos a aprovechar la palabra de Dios en dos de dos maneras. First of all, primero que nada, with an open heart, con un corazón abierto. Secondly, después, segundo, with asking the Lord, the Holy Spirit, to reveal His truth to us. Sino pedirle al Señor que nos revele por medio de su Espíritu Santo. And then with those things combined, y después con todas estas dos cosas combinadas, we need to carefully assess what God tells us. Necesitamos eh, asesorar cuál es lo que Dios nos dice. And we need to say yes, Lord, y necesitamos decir sí, Señor, before we ever read it. Antes de, antes de hacerlo. In other words, en otras palabras, then we need to say, I agree with you, God. Tenemos que decir, estoy de acuerdo contigo, Señor. Antes de nosotros saber cualquier cosa que nos dice la palabra. Amén. Amén. Vamos a ver el verso, el capítulo 4, el verso 1. It says, let a man so consider us as servants of the Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Así pues, tengamos los hombres por servidores de Cristo y administradores de los misterios de Dios. Notice in that verse, there was one word, the word us. Hay una nota, nota en este versículo que hay una palabra que es nosotros. Nosotros. It carries major emphasis in the Greek language. Y da mucho énfasis. En el, en ese, en el it is in the palabra enfatiza mucho muy alto en este versículo. In other words, it's if the Holy Spirit has raised his voice for us to see and focus on that word. En pocas palabras el Espíritu Santo eh, realza esta palabra acerca de nosotros. So Paul is saying this. So Pablo dice así. Let a man or other people consider us or me in this way. Pablo nos considera a todos y cada uno de nosotros en este camino. In other words, en otras palabras, he said, I want to be seen this way above any other way that others see me. En otras palabras, eh, Pablo dice que él y nos, él junto con nosotros estamos dentro de este grupo de personas. So here's the question. Aquí está la pregunta. How should we, as believers, want other people to see and view us? Como nosotros debemos ser. 
How, should, how should we want other people to view or see us? ¿Cómo nosotros debemos ser? ¿Cómo, cómo las personas necesitan ver cómo, debe, cómo debemos de ser nosotros delante de las personas? In other words, if somebody were to look in our lives at any point, how should they see us? En otras palabras, dentro de nuestras propias vidas, cómo la gente nos está viendo hacia nosotros. Paul says in this way. Pablo dice de esta manera. First of all, he says that in order they need to regard us or consider us. Pablo nos dice que debemos de que tengamos a los hombres. Primero la palabra tengamos. Is the PowerPoint working? Yes, it works. Yes, it's working. It's not moving. It's not moving. Go to the next one. Hey, puedes cambiar la otra diapositiva. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Otra, la siguiente. No, Ajá. no más. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. It says regard. It's regard. Is it English or Spanish? English. English. And it's the definition. Okay. The Spanish is not there. It's all been English. No, it's, it's, it's not. Okay. I thought you changed it. Never mind. Forgive me. <laughs> Perdónenme. It's in English. It's in English. So read it. So, yeah. <laughs> What's the problem? Maybe we should have some more water. What is the problem? Okay. All right. First of all, let me just back up then. It says here in this verse, let a man consider or regard us. Que quiere decir que nos considera o nos tengamos a nosotros, nos consideremos también. In the Greek language, you see the Greek word there. En el palabra en griego que está allí. And it is a term that comes from the banking industry. From the bank. Que viene siendo, que viene, viene siendo tomándonos en cuenta, o sea, que estamos dentro, vamos dentro de la cuenta. And it means to take an inventory. Que somos parte de un inventario. In other words, it's the bottom line. Estamos en el fondo de la línea. I am certainly not a banker. Yo estoy seguro que no soy un banquero. But I have known a few. Pero Okay, I've known a few bankers, and they always want to know what is on the bottom line. On the balance sheet. So Paul says, look at me as, as if I were the last line on the bottom sheet. On the balance sheet. Pablo menciona que él quiere que los hermanos lo vean que está en el fondo del barco, en el fondo de la línea. In other words, look closely. O sea, en el lugar muy cerrado, en el, más, en el, más, en el espacio más pequeño de todo el barco. And see me in this way. En que se vea, que, que se muestre de esa manera. So how does he say? He says, servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Entonces, al decir que está mencionándolo cuando dice que somos servidores de the, Dios. The word steward means a manager or an overseer. Al decir eh, servidores o administradores, tal cual como en español entendemos administradores. A, a steward is a person who manages something for someone else. Que se dedica precisamente a una persona que maneja a otras personas. So in other words, en otras palabras, Paul was saying the mystery of Christ Diciendo que el misterio de Cristo, the gospel, 
El Evangelio. The truth of God. La verdad de Dios. Is like a mystery that we are in charge to manage. And that's an incredibly big responsibility. Y es una gran responsabilidad. We should ask ourselves every day, how am I doing at managing the mysteries of God? Podemos preguntarnos a nosotros mismos cómo estamos siendo administradores de ese misterio. But prior to that, he says, servants of Christ. Pero también dice sirvientes, servidores de, de Dios. This word in the Greek language for servants. Esta palabra en el griego is used one time in all of scripture. Once only is it found in the word of God. This Greek word that translates into our, our English language as servants and in Spanish as okay. That word from the Greek is used only one time in this particular way. Exclusivamente esta palabra solamente se menciona en la en el griego solamente una vez en toda la escritura en todo el Nuevo Testamento. And then you see it there it's in the Greek it's huperitas. Y en la palabra es huperitas que significa huperitas. Eh, so what does that mean? So qué significa? Here's how it's translated literally. ¿Cuál es la, la traducción literal? It comes from combining two other words. Está combinada de dos palabras. First is the word huper. Es una persona huper, which means underneath. Que está en la parte igual, está en la parte del fondo. Or under. Abajo, por abajo. And then the word etes. Y el, la palabra etes. Which means rower. Significa una persona que rema. Or oarsman. A un, un remo. Okay? So what the word literally means. So la palabra literalmente significa. One who rows. Alguien que rema. Underneath. En, en el, por debajo del barco. Now if you're like me and you see that for the first time, you ask yourself the question. So igual que tú y yo tenemos esta pregunta. What is the significance of that? ¿Qué significa esto? What does it mean to be one who rows underneath? ¿Qué significa ser alguien que está por debajo de un barco con un remo? Ah, but that's when we need to understand a little bit of history. Hay que entender entonces la historia. Paul is writing to the church at Corinth. Paul is writing to the church at Corinth, the Corinthian church. Okay, Pablo se dirige a, a una historia de los que había pasado cerca de Corinto. And he uses a word that they would understand very clearly. Y los Corintios podían entender la palabra perfectamente. And here let me explain why. Y déjenme explicarles por qué. If you see this map, then it's kind of a crude map of what was Corinth of the day. Si tú ves este mapa, tú puedes observar en dónde está Corintio actualmente. Just outside of the city of Corinth. Solo está a las afueras de la ciudad was this isthmus or this piece of land a narrow neck of land between two large bodies of water y está sobre un pueblo de istmo no no y está al medio de dos importantes importantes lagos so Corinth was a maritime or a marine city entonces Corintio era una ciudad militar donde se transitaba mucho barco militar it was a major passage of trade. 
from one gulf to the other. De un golfo al otro. As a matter of fact, they were very ingenious. And what they had done is they actually built an overland passage to take the boats from one side to the other. Y fueron muy ingeniosos al crear un canal que conecte los dos golfos. Large logs that were put there and the boats were rolled across those logs to go from one ocean to the other. Grandes barcos pasaban de ese canal de un lado del golfo al otro. So the people in Corinth were very familiar with ships of the day, or boats. So the people were very familiar with boats and ships. La gente estaba muy familiarizada con los botes, con los barcos, con todo lo que significaba, lo que entendían los barcos. So what does this word mean? So entonces esa palabra qué significa? Let me show you. Permítanme enseñar. 480 BC. The year 480 BC, before Christ, there was a major marine or navy battle that took place in this bay next to Corinth. En ese año fue hubo una una de las batallas más marítimas más grandes o más importantes de la historia. One of the most important battles in all of history. Batallas en toda la historia. Why is that? Por qué? Because the Persians. Porque los persas and the Phoenicians were fighting against the Greeks. atacaron a los griegos. So why is that significant? ¿Cuál es el significado? Well, the Greeks eventually won the battle. Bueno, eventualmente. And that's why we're considered to be a part of the Western world. Y los griegos eran era la única entrada de los que podían hacer acceder acceder al al Having descended from the Greek culture, que era precisamente donde estaba la cultura griega. And because of that, we have as our foundation, por eso nosotros tenemos esa what would be considered an open and Christian society. Y ese fue clave para la en resumen, en resumen, y yo no es que entienda mejor el inglés que Elder, sino que entiendo, conozco muy bien esa historia. En resumen, en esa batalla se definió si la cultura que nosotros tenemos se seguía fundamentando en la cultura griega, lo cual sucedió, y por eso tenemos la cultura que tenemos, o una cultura oriental como la persa llegaba y cruzando Grecia tomaba Occidente y la realidad cultural nuestra fuera muy diferente y entonces nuestra apertura al evangelio hubiera sido nula eso se definió en esa batalla go ahead please thank you amen yeah what he said okay in other words en otras palabras if the Persians had won si la persona decía uno We quite possibly might not be here in this church at this moment. So it was that important. So back to the word, huperitus, or underneath Rome. What does it mean? Let me show you. The Persian Navy was the largest navy in the world at that time. They greatly outnumbered the Greeks. Eran mucho más, eran eran mucho más que los griegos. 
The Persian ships were very large. Los barcos de los peces eran muy largos. And there were many, many of them. Y eran mu había muchos, muchos de ellos. The Greek ships were smaller. Los barcos griegos eran muy pequeños. And there were fewer of them. Y había muy pocos de ellos. So how did they win? ¿Cómo ellos ganaron? Here's a good illustration. Déjeme mostrar una ilustración. ¿Puedes regresar a la anterior? Yes, there. Gracias. Okay. The, this is the Persian ship or an image of what the ship would have been that day. The only way vessels were moved at that time was by oars. They didn't have sails or of course didn't have motors. So the Persian ships were these large barges. Era muy largo. With a single row of oarsmen in the boat pulling the oars to move the boat. Había un gran número de personas que con el remos no tiraban juntos el barco. But the Greek ships were different. Pero los barcos griegos eran diferentes. They were smaller. Eran más pequeños. And more maneuverable. Y eran más maniobrables. And they were designed differently. Y estaban diseñados de manera diferente. If you'll notice in this picture. Y si tú checas en esta imagen. There were rows of oars, hay algunos, también remos, but they had some that were low, uh, lower, lower hay una parte muy baja, some in the middle, en el, en el medio, and then others on the top. Y había uno en el, en el había, so, había they had, so they had many oars in a smaller ship. Había muchos remos en una barca muy pequeña. So here's how they won the battle. Here's how they won the battle. The captains, the captains of the Greek ships ordered their ships to go straight toward the Persian ships as if they were going to ram them head on. Okay? And if you notice in that picture also, the front of the ship was, was home to a sharp point. Y si tú ves en el frente del barco, tú ves una, una, una punta muy, muy afilada. So they were going right after the Persian boats. Entonces, al momento de llegar a los barcos persas. So the Persian fleet probably thought, these people are crazy. La, la gente persa pudo haber pensado, esta gente está loca. We're so much bigger. Somos mucho más grandes. We're going to crush them. Vamos a chocar con ellos. But here's what the, the, the Greek ships did. Pero eso es lo que hicieron los barcos griegos. At the very last moment, en el último momento, they would turn the boat, ellos volteaban el barco, ladeaban el barco, and then they would go straight down the side of the Persian ship. Y iban otra vez directo, iban directo, se perfilaban derecho al al barco persa. And the front of their boat, y en frente del bote, would crash down and break all of the oars down one side of the ship. Y el barco rompía todos los remos que se encontraban de lado. Y ellos regresaban hacia el otro lado y iban hacia otro lado. So they left the Persian ship was just a floating Entonces el barco se hundía. Unable to move. Era imposible moverse. Ah, the Greeks were smart. Ellos eran muy inteligentes. That's how they won the battle. Eso es lo que pasó en la But batalla. Why is this important? Pero ¿por qué es importante? Because the word Hyperitis, if you go to the next slide, you will see there, Hyperitis, where is the Hyperitis? 
¿Dónde está el remador? ¿Dónde están los remadores? The hypnotist was the person pulling the oar that was in the lowest part of the boat. El remador es la persona que está tomando el remo en la parte más baja del barco. Would have been in the very bottom of the boat. En el fondo del bote. Something else significant about the hypnotist. Otro significado acerca de la palabra hypnotist. In the Greek Navy. En el barco griego. The person that was assigned to this seat la persa, la persona que estaba más cercana al centro, would have been a slave, era un esclavo, would have been in shackles, chains, tenían cadena, estaban encadenados, chained to the seat, en, estaban encadenados así, never seen the light of day, nunca veían el día, la luz del día, always in the bottom of the boat, siempre en el fondo del bote, chained to a seat for one purpose. El, eh, la silla con la cadena tenía un propósito to pull his own remar para sí so of all the people in the world Paul could choose to say I want to be seen as this was probably the least likely entonces muchas personas desafortunadamente no, obviamente no les gustaba estar ahí siempre ¿por qué? porque iba a ser un lugar para siempre un lugar demasiado para en ese tiempo denigrante but I want you to listen to me church pero quiero que me escuches listen carefully escucha cuidadosamente you might be thinking we came to church to hear the word of God not a history lesson que la palabra de Dios nos está enseñando algo histórico but there's something important we need to see pero necesitamos hay algo muy importante que necesitamos ver. The Apostle Paul, the greatest missionary who ever lived. Que el apóstol Pablo, uno de los grandes misioneros de la historia. The man who wrote more than one fourth by volume of the entire New Testament. El hombre que eh, estableció todo lo que es el Nuevo Testamento. Says, I want people to view me like this. I want people to see me or view me or think of me this way. Y es la persona que dijo que quería que, que los hermanos lo vieran tal cual así. As the slave, como esclavo, in the bottom of the boat, en el fondo del bote, chained to my place, encadenado en su lugar, for one purpose, por un propósito, and that is to pull my over. Y ese es, eh, y ese es solamente remar en el bote. Think about that. Piensa eso. So what does it mean for us? So, ¿qué significa para nosotros? Consider something else about that person. They were in the bottom of the boat. Dentro del bote también. There were other people stacked on top of them. Había una persona que estaba un poco más arriba de él. And if you've ever been on the ocean, y que podía ver el océano. Sometimes the seas are calm. Que podía ver el Sometimes they're very rough. A veces estaba muy And I know a lot of times when you're on the seas and they're very rough. Yeah, muchas veces en las que el barco obviamente estaba muy. You get seasick, yes? Yeah. Anybody seasick? You ever been seasick? Has anybody ever been seasick? Se pone enferma estar en un barco. Se pone enferma estar en un barco. Ah, que sí que la persona que está en el barco usualmente se enferma. Anybody? It's miserable. Yeah, it's terrible. So what happens when you do that? 
Okay? Okay? Yeah. If you're in the boat, and you're in the seat, and you can't leave your post, and you get sick, what do you do? Yes? So where does it go? On the head of the person in the bottom of the boat. So think about this. Paul is saying, Paul is saying, I don't want anybody to think of me as better than anybody else. Pablo le dijo a sus sirvientes que no piensen que él está en una posición muy más alta o mejor que las de ellos. He says, I am the servant of all. Yo soy el sirviente de todos. In other words, I am willing to take whatever others can give. Quiere decir que yo voy a soportar todo lo que venga, todo lo que caiga sobre mí. As long as I am fulfilling my purpose. Es solamente mi propósito. Which is to Pull the oar for the cause of Christ. Solo remar en la cruz por la cruz de Cristo. Three quick things. Tres cosas rápidas that we need to see from this. Que tenemos que decir de esto. First of all, it's the timing. Puedes cambiar la diapositiva. The timing. I've been. I was a youth. I was a minister to youth for many years. Fui ministro por muchos años. Okay, and so one of the things that we would do is we would take the youth on canoeing trips. Una de las cosas que más tenemos que hacer es remar y to go down the river. En el río. So you put teenagers uh, los adolescentes in a boat en el bote. and you hand them a paddle y tomando el remo. and you tell them go down the river. Y diciendo que van hacia el río. You have one person on one side going. Someone on the other side going. Someone on the other side just in the water. Crazy. The, the boat doesn't go anywhere. Until you teach them that they have to put the oar in at the same time. Make the same stroke in the same direction. Why? So the boat will go straight. And it has to happen at the same time. Because if somebody's on the one side and pulling their oar, and the person on the other side is not pulling their oar, then the boat does what? El bote va a empezar a hacer giros. You just go around in circles. Right? So in other words, the people that are rowing the boat have to row at the same time. Entonces las personas que están dentro del barco tienen que remar. And the same tempo. En el mismo tiempo. Yes? Think about it. Piensa de eso. This church Esta iglesia. is a vessel of the Lord. Is a vessel. Yes? Carrying the gospel of Christ. Cargando el Evangelio de Cristo. Llevando el Evangelio de Cristo. For one purpose. Por un solo propósito. To go where Jesus says you are to go. Ir con Jesús 
hacia adelante. To do what Jesus says you are to do. Hacer lo que Jesús dice que hagamos. So if all of us todos nosotros have been given paddles, llevamos un remo. What is important? So ¿Qué es importante? For us to just swing the bay however we want? So mover el remo hacia todos lados. Yeah? No. No. Why? Because we have a responsibility to pull our oar in the timing with everyone else according to what Jesus says we are to do. Porque todos tenemos que remar al mismo tiempo solo para, para la gloria y la honra de Dios. We are to listen to his instruction through his servant. Tenía que escuchar la instrucción de su sirviente. And to faithfully pull our oars y, eh, constantemente acorde according to the time that Jesus says al que Jesús dice. and in the direction that Jesus leads. En la que Jesús dice. Yes? Okay. Number two. Número dos. It takes teamwork or cooperation. Es cuestión de trabajo en equipo o cooperación. In other words, en otras palabras, we have to work together. Nosotros debemos trabajar juntos. Yes? Sí. So if I say, if, let's say I am going to be in a boat with somebody else, and I decide I want to go to the left bank, but the person behind me in the canoe said, thinks, no, I want to go to the right bank. So I start pulling this way, and he starts pulling the other way, we don't go anywhere. Y no vamos a ir a ningún lado. We stay completely still Nos vamos a quedar and just move in circles. Moviendo en círculos. We have to do what? ¿Qué, we, ¿qué tenemos que hacer? we have to work together. Trabajar juntos. Paul says, think of me as the person in the bottom of the boat who doesn't have any choice except to pull the oar according to the direction of the captain. Piensa que pa Pablo está diciendo que yo soy alguien, una, un siervo que solamente está atado o solamente un remo y que solamente está acatando la dirección del Señor para solamente remar. So in other words, we have to work together. Entonces, en otras palabras, tenemos que trabajar en equipo. You see, as believers, as Christians, como creyentes, como cristianos, we become nosotros bond servants or bond slaves to Christ. Llegamos a ser servidores o esclavos de Cristo. What does that mean? ¿Qué significa? That means that we give up our personal rights. We give up our personal agenda or, or motive to join with other believers for the purpose of carrying the gospel to the ends of the earth. Jesus is our captain. Jesus is el capitán. And him getting to his destination, to the ends of the earth, is what's important for those of us in the church. So the church requires people working in timing and cooperation with each other. Es importante trabajar con la misma coordinación y en equipo. In other words, not having our own personal agenda en otras palabras, no trabajar por tus propias, con, but be solo. willing to work with everyone else for the cause that Christ has laid out Sino trabajar con alguien más por la cruz de Cristo. and then number three 
It takes total commitment or consistency. Total compromiso total. Compromiso total o consistencia. Total commitment or consistency. Again, think about the hyperitis. Piensa acerca de la palabra hyperitis. He was the slave. Él era un esclavo. In irons or chains. Encadenados. At the lowest seat in the boat. En la parte más baja del bote. And he stayed there. Y estaba ahí. Through the whole time. En todo el tiempo. The boat was on the water. De abajo sobre el agua. Sobre el agua. He never got up. Él nunca se levantó. He never got away. Él nunca se salió. He was chained there. Él estuvo encadenado ahí. Paul says, Pablo dice, I want to be seen as consistent and as faithful and as dedicated as if I were chained to the seat that Christ has given me. Yo, Pablo dice, yo estoy al igual como pecador, como esclavo, pero como esclavo de Cristo, sentado, remando. In other words, en otras palabras, Paul said, Pablo dice, Look at me. Mírenme. I want you to see that I am faithful to the cause. Faithful to the work. Not, not strong one day no and then me. nowhere to be found the next day. But faithful to the cause of Christ. Pero constante en la obra de Dios. Lo que Pablo enseñaba era no solamente hay que estar en ese lugar, sino hay que estar siempre en ese lugar. No un día afuera y otro día dentro. Listen, church. Escuche, iglesia. When I asked the Lord what to preach this morning, cuando le pregunté al Señor qué predicar esta mañana, maybe three or four weeks ago, Hace tres o cuatro semanas. And I began praying, God, what message to bring? Y comencé a orar, Señor, ¿cuál es el mensaje? In my heart, en mi corazón, I wanted to bring a message that was uplifting. Quería un corazón que que levante. And exciting, y que exalte. So we could all shout, y que todos se levanten. And raise our hands, y levanten sus manos. And say, Hallelujah! Y dicen, Hallelujah! But God said no. For whatever reason, razón, the Lord directed me here. El Señor está aquí. It's about humility. Es acerca de la It's about being humble. Es acerca de ser humilde. Being willing to say it doesn't matter y decir, no importa. if I am seen or not seen. Si estoy mal, o sea, It doesn't matter if I'm up front or in the back. No importa si estoy atrás o adelante. It doesn't matter if everyone knows my name or no one knows my name. No importa si alguien sabe mi nombre o no sabe mi nombre. I am to be, yo quiero ser, as Paul said, como Pablo dice, the hyperitus, un remador, the oarsman at the bottom of the boat, un hombre debajo del bajo del bote. Listening to the voice of the master. Escucha la voz del maestro. Listening la voz del maestro. to the cadence of Christ. 
escuchando to the tempo of Christ. los tiempos y la dirección de Dios cooperating cooperando with all those God has put in the family with me con todos los hombres que son parte de mi familia conmigo being consistent and committed to the work of the Lord Estar y estando comprometido y siendo consistente why por qué because the great ship porque el gran bote Iglesia, Iglesia Cristiana Bautista Barea has a purpose. La tiene un Jesus has defined that purpose. Jesús ese We are all in the boat. Todos en el bote. He has given each and every one of us an oar. Él nos ha dado a cada uno de un remo. And he wants us to use it. Y él quiere que lo usemos with the idea and the thought that I am at the bottom of the boat. Con la idea de que vamos a estar en el fondo del bote. Faithful to Paul. Comprometidos tú a, a remar. In the direction. En la dirección. Where the Lord leads. Que el Señor lidera. Question. Pregunta. What about you? ¿Qué está? ¿Qué está contigo? Are you willing? Estás to be in the bottom Are you willing to play your part? Estás haciendo tu parte. Are you willing? God will bless. God will honor. If we are. Estás lidiando con el Bendito sea Dios y para el honor, si somos humildes. You have been listening to the Grace Point Church podcast. To find out more information about Grace Point Church, go to our website at www.gracepointsc.org. You can also connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Snapchat. You can also listen to Pastor Ben's sermons on our YouTube page or subscribe to this podcast. Thank you for listening.